Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come to Batman. Stay for Anthony. And stay for me saying, for Batman, to Batman, you always come some different preposition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm your head scientist and bad grammarian, Ben Creighton, with me as always. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Kenny Wendorski. <laughs> and today we watched Sideshow. Yes, we did. That's another Killer Croc episode. Yeah, I, th- I think this might be the on- only the second one to actually have Killer Croc, because we had um, Vendetta, and then he shows up in Almost Got Him, but that's not really Killer Croc. That's Batman disguised as Killer Croc. That's right, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so we we open up on, on a lovely expository newspaper uh, <laughs> headline, Fiend to Serve Time! Yeah. Uh, they are on a train. They're going, uh, they've got Killer Croc. He's all chained up and there's cops everywhere and there's reporters there as well. Yeah. And apparently Croc is being shipped off to a Levitt's prison upstate. Apparently it's been a, a long court proceeding to get him declared sane so that he can be sent to presumably regular prison instead of Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Yep. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but uh, Croc, Croc breaks out. He's got some kind of special reinforced titanium something chains on that even his super crocodile strength can't break through, except Croc says, yeah, except Eugenius has forgot that crocodiles also have the strongest bite strength in the animal kingdom, which is apparently a true zoo fact. I looked it up. <laughs> oh, well, nice. <laughs> yeah. But Croc, well, uh, uh, Croc... Bites through the chains. It's a big breakout, and I spotted him in the in the group shot of the reporters in the next car over. One of the reporters is Bruce Wayne in disguise with a fake mustache and a fedora on. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he books it out of there because it's time to put on his cape and cowl. Yep, it's uh, a it's a very is... Superman style shot. He rushes yeah. away from the other reporters and starts unbuttoning his his shirt to uh to reveal the bat logo in a way that reminds me of Superman much more than Batman. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Uh the guards they are fighting Killer Croc. One of them is able to get a tranquilizer dart in him. Uh Batman shows up. Killer Croc gets on top of the train. And Batman throws his batarang around his, his legs, and that's where they have a, a scuffle on top of a moving train. Yep. Pretty cool. And, and we're getting just beautiful vistas this whole, I mean, the whole episode, really, but apparently this, uh, apparently, uh, especially this first action set piece. <laughs> it's, you know, big, beautiful canyons and forests and mountains. I get, this is another Don Yang episode, as was the last episode, Worry Men. And... Oh. You get the distinct impression that the animators got together and with the writers and said, "Guys, we are we are so fucking sick of of drawing dark Gotham streets. Can you give us something different?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, oh, so they, gorgeous all episode long. Yeah, they 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 fight, they fall off the train, and they scuffle uh, down on the canyon below. Uh, Killer Croc is about to throw a rock. <laughs> it's gonna a, a, throw a rock at Batman, and it's a big rock. Yeah, <laughs> but the tranquilizer dart is starting to take effect. Yeah. Uh, he drops it, barely misses Batman, and he kind of shuffles his way away. Uh, Batman is unconscious. I was thinking the whole time, I was like, Killer Croc, you could unmask him. Yeah. You could if you wanted to. 
Yeah. But maybe he's just not thinking properly because he's got that tranquilizer in his system. Yeah, he's he's stumbling away, and we get a, a pretty long sequence of Batman tracking Killer Croc through the woods. Uh, both of them are pretty woozy. Croc uh, pushes pushes you know, comes to like a wily e. coyote canyon and pushes a tree down to form a bridge and then lies in wait for batman when batman's crossing it croc shoves some rocks down on him uh they both fall in rivers at one point or another it's a yeah. pretty long sequence and no dialogue very little music but a lot yeah. of diegetic forest sound and it's it is really yeah. well done yeah that was the first thing i noticed is uh, you felt their their footsteps you felt the emptiness of the forest you felt it just felt uh more real i'm glad they didn't they went minimalistic on the music because uh i i appreciated it all the much more and like you said it was gorgeous i like the vistas the the trees the 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 mountains the the boulders that fall down everything about this is a really beautifully animated episode yeah, yeah, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I feel like this is another one of those episodes that maybe doesn't have quite enough story to fill 22 minutes. And the way they handled it, which I think really works, is they said, you know what, let's just put the story in the amount of time the story takes and just give the rest to the animators to just go nuts. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it works. This whole sequence, I mean, you could cut it out and the episode would make exactly as much sense but it's so beautiful and the sound is so wonderful. I wouldn't want to lose any of it. No, I think it's best part of the episode. Yeah. Um, but uh, Batman, he, he falls down a cliff and uh, Killer Croc is able to walk away. Uh, Batman saves himself onto a ledge, but it's a long walk up, a long climb up, I should say. And Killer Croc falls down a waterfall area and luckily he is saved because he cannot breathe underwater you yep. can hold his breath but uh there is a little boy who hops in and is able to save the day and we notice that the little boy looks weird right off the bat yeah he is a seal boy yes billy the seal bo- the seal boy to be precise and killer croc <laughs> awakens in this uh it's it's like a, a water mill. There's a big water wheel and mm-hmm. uh, this like bucolic mountain farm area. And he is introduced to Billy the Seal Boy, a uh, hunchback dressed as a circus master named Richard, a pair of conjoined twins, or as they're called in this episode, as they used to be called Siamese twins, named mm-hmm. May and June, and a mildly deformed strongman type who goes by Goliath. These are a bunch of retired circus performers who took their proceeds from their circus days and just bought themselves a nice little farm where they could be away from everybody. And they sort of have a little commune here where they can, you know, don't have to perform for the amusement of others to make their living. Uh, The strong man is voiced by uh, Brad Garrett from everybody loves Raymond. You'll know him once you see him. He's in other things as well. Yep, including but, uh, uh, conjo- including other DCAU things. He plays uh, a couple of uh, characters in Superman the Animated Series, Bibbo Bibowski and Lobo. Oh, he's Lobo? Yeah, he's Lobo. Oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to pay attention to that next time. I remember Lobo being kind of a loud, uh, brash, <laughs> hot-wheeling bad guy, so I'll have to pay attention to that next time I watch it. Yeah. Uh, May and June are voiced by the same actress 
Uh, it's the hot mom from Poltergeist. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it's a real who's who. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Billy the Seal boys, nobody. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and uh, Richard has, I looked him up and he hadn't been in, in much that I recognized, but he's got a very theatrical, he's always quoting Shakespeare. Very uh, classic English uh, Shakespearean actor uh, bent to his voice performance here. Yeah. And Croc uh, spins them a sob story of, uh, yeah, I was in a freak show too, and uh, they mistreated me, and I escaped, and that's why I've got these chains on. You don't get newspapers here, do you? No? Good. (laughs) (laughs) Just checking, hey. Yeah, Uh, I hate newspapers, (laughs) so that's good. Don't ever subscribe to any newspapers, please. (laughs) I don't don't like crosswords or comic sections, and definitely not headlines. (laughs) Headlines are the worst. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, the Janes, they do, you know, they help uh, the story along because everyone feels bad for them because they know what it was like to be in a circus. It's not great. It's not fun. So they say, you know what? If you help us out with the work, you can hang out with us. You can live here. Yep. And that's great. Yep. Seems to be working out just fine. And especially Billy the Seal Boy. I guess he just he just likes having a, a swimming partner. He really takes an immediate shine to Croc. He's always asking him, can we go swimming tomorrow? I'm going to show you all the best places. But uh, Goliath lets slip over dinner that, uh, you know, Richard downplays how much they were able to save from their circus days. You know, this is just a little nest egg, you know, just enough to get us started. And Goliath just blurts out, yeah, you know, $50,000. Croc's <laughs> eyes perk up like, oh, really? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Says a guy can go on town with money like that. And uh, the in, evening in, is... In the mid-90s, you could. $50,000 doesn't go as far these days. <laughs> it, uh, I, I would appreciate $50,000, especially right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, we all would. It's a chunk of change. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, all the characters, they go to sleep except for Killer Croc. He's snooping, trying to find that money. Yep. Old habits die hard. So he's looking around, and he's able to find them in a organ pipe. Yep. Uh, does the old taparoo tap tap and finds the one that has something inside of it he turned around fast and he saw a small who little cindy lou who who was no more than two yep billy the seal boy shows up like cindy lou who interrupting the grinch (laughs) (laughs) what you doing cry i was just Uh, looking for a blanket Uh, you got any blankets (laughs) and uh billy the seal boy Shows him where the blankets are. And Killer Croc notices the posters and uh, he puts the money away. Maybe we have a a reformed Croc. Maybe. Yeah, we get just a little, like, musical sting that leads us to believe. Maybe he's, you know, second-guessing his plan to steal from these kind folks. Maybe, just maybe, his heart has grown, if not three sizes, like maybe half a size. <laughs> right. <laughs> but before we get the chance to see whether whether that is the case, Batman shows up. He's tracked Croc all the way here. He has a little scuffle with Goliath because he, he just assumes that Goliath's going to help him out. But Goliath has bought Croc's story, and they have a little fight. Croc gets wind of the scuffle and joins in, and they overpower Batman and lock him in a cage. Yeah, it's one of those uh, circus cages that has wheels at the bottom. I only say this because it'll come in handy later on. Uh, they, uh, The whole gang is there, and yep. they're like, what do we do with them? And Killer Croc says, that's the guy who put me in the chains. We need to get rid of him. He grabs himself a good old-fashioned pitchfork. He's going to murder Batman. Yep, and... Which- 
these circus folks are not feeling that. And meanwhile, Batman's, of course, been trying to convince them, no, this man is a dangerous criminal. You need to help me here. And yeah, yeah, the uh, the circus folk just aren't sure which, you know, who to believe. One of the conjoined twins says, you're being square with us, aren't you, Croc? Yeah. <laughs> which was a fun, a fun delivery that I enjoyed. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Killer Croc is about to do it, but they do stop him. And I feel like they missed an opportunity here because they immediately say, we think he's shown his true colors. Yeah. I believe Richard says that. And we need you to leave. And I feel like there was a missed opportunity here because I feel like they, they, they flip on Croc pretty easily. Yeah, it would be, I don't know, it would be more satisfying. I'd... I'd I feel like them flipping on Croc makes sense. I mean, he is about to murder a man. Uh, yeah. And the thing is, he kind of has to because there's no... If he doesn't murder Batman, Batman could easily expose Croc. All he needs to do is bring a copy of today's newspaper to <laughs> show the circus folk that his his story of events is the true one. So it it would have been nice if there had been... I don't know. I, I don't know how they could have rejiggered this plot to make it a more interesting dilemma. But as it is, things kind of shake out in the only logical way that they could. Yeah. I Well, you know, you got 22 minutes. You got to kind of bang it out. I just yeah. felt like there should have been a little bit more of a fight of conscience with the other sideshow attraction guys. Yeah. But, you know, hey, uh, they move the story along. Uh, Richard says, you need to get out of here, Croc. Ain't no... Ain't no murders over here. Yep. And so Killer Croc, who also has Batman's utility belt, we yep. forgot to mention that, takes out a couple of gas pellets, throws them on the ground, and everybody goes unconscious. Yep, so. giving Croc enough time to go uh, fetch the strong box with the money and uh, and a gun from the mantelpiece. And if you if you know about the uh, the Chekhov's gun thing, you will notice that there are two guns on the mantelpiece. <laughs> Croc takes down one. <laughs> but uh <laughs> the other one still up there but yeah. uh croc is is crowing over his victory uh you know puts puts the other circus folk in a cage but batman has managed to knock out one of the blocks that's holding the circus uh cage cart on wheels that's holding it in place uh allowing it to roll down a hill and dash itself open against some rocks so batman gets out Goliath is able to get out just through the strength of his brawn and free the others. And from this point, we're in a pretty standard... Well, I was about to say a pretty standard Batman third act, but it's not. There are no elaborate death traps. It's just Croc, you know, taking pot shots at Batman from the second story of this cabin. Uh, they have a, a fight scene. Seal Boy shows Batman how to infiltrate the cabin from underwater. And it's... On the one hand, it is a bog-standard fight scene from a story perspective. On the other hand, it's very well done. It's a... For just some fights in a cabin, it's very well-directed, some fun dynamic camera angles, well-animated. I liked it. Sometimes less is more, you know? This this whole storyline is... There's no Gotham City. Yep. There's no, uh, you know, Batmobile. There's no explosions. Can't nope. take a shot. Nope. Uh, it's a very just kind of, I mean, even the music is kind of minimalistic. It's a very, yeah, it, I don't it, know, a, I wouldn't say low budget, but low key episode. Yeah, yeah. This is the sort of thing that if it were live action, it might be low budget, but this is actually 
the the animation is very good. The art is amazing. It doesn't feel like they cheaped out on this one at all. I feel like Don Yang brought their A game to this one. I really enjoy the the design of the the house, the cabin, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Yep. Uh, everything about it is just it's striking. Uh, and yeah, like at the very end, he does he does a cool pull vault and he smashes into Killer Croc and. Yeah, that's where the gun, the second gun gets <laughs> knocked over. <laughs> yep. Uh, and he's able to capture Killer Croc. Yep. It's before, not a big fight scene. Before but he works. does, though, I did notice we get to add one to our counter. We got to give it up, bats. Oh, snap. I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our give it up counter stands at six. Nice. <laughs> Good ear. Yeah, I always miss those things. All right. Yeah. Well done, sir. But uh, yes, Croc gets taken into custody and is given just enough time for Seal Boy to ask, why'd you do it, Croc? Why couldn't you just live here peacefully with us? And- you said you can be yourself out here, remember? Well, I guess that's what I was doing, being myself. And they haul him away, uh, like Hannibal Lecter. Yep. <laughs> they haul him away on a helicopter this time. Yep, with a mask over his strong crocodile jaws, so he's <laughs> not going to be getting out the same way again. And thus in Sideshow. Kenny, does this episode hold up? Yes, it does. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. This isn't like a, like a bombastic breakout. It's like you say, pretty low-key and contained, but it is very well constructed, very well done, and I very much appreciated it. I agree. I I loved the, uh, it would have been really easy to make the other circus folk, I don't know, gimmicky. It would have been so super easy to do it and just kind of poke fun at them. But they're, they're in the story, but not too much in the story. It's just the right amount. Um, and it's not super hokey with the seal boy wanting to be friends with Killer Croc. It's just not, everything is just enough because if, if it crossed a line and went over the edge, then I think we would have had a really corny episode and I would have been rolling my eyes. Yeah, I mean, definitely these each of these circus folk, they, they are archetypes, but it's like you say, it's just enough. They, they do just enough, you know, building up the, the seal boy Killer Croc friendship to to make it work but they don't overplay it and i think that is yeah. crucial yeah absolutely all right well in that case i think it's about time we can do some science and see just how good this episode was i'm a disciple of science i know the universe is in full compliance with natural yeah all right activate those dinotherms dinotherms connected uh Mega can you check on those okay great in that case, <laughs> I, I guess all there is to do is is put our lab coats on. Pants off! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've got our master list here of 59, soon to be 60 episodes. Oh, man. Getting, getting close to that. Once you hit 60, that's syndication numbers, I think. I think that's how that works. All I right. I thought it was 100. I think it's, you know what? Now I'm going to look this up because now I'm curious. We're going to be good podcast, Ben and Kenny here. How many episodes? <laughs> it's probably different for animation. Oh, you know what? You were right on both counts. According to Wikipedia, it's usually four seasons or between 80 and 100 episodes for live action. Though for some genres, the number can be as low as 65. Okay. So, okay. All right. So, yeah, six, right. 65 to get those good syndication numbers. 
So we're nice. we're getting there. We're getting close. And that was <laughs> that was the original. That's why season one is so long for this show is because yeah. they knew right away. Give us enough to get us into in, into syndication, and then we'll decide whether they whether we want to renew, which they nice. they did. Yeah. All right. Two-Face, See No Evil, Harley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, Cat in the Club, Where the Great Ghost, The Man Who Killed Batman, Almost Got Him, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Read My Lips, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favorite Feet of Clay, His Silicon Soul, Clark King, Heart of Steel, What is Reality, If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Left, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, Zatanna, Dreams in Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger, Tiger, Appointment in Crime Alley, On the Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Blind as a Bat, Mudslide. Moon of the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Fear of Victory, Shadow of the Bat, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Be a Clown, The Cape and Cow, Conspiracy, Fire from Olympus, Worry Man, Page into Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, Terror in the Sky, Catch, Scratch, Fever, and I've got Batman in my basement! Yeah! Woo! Okay, I feel good about that one. I flubbed That's it up a little one, last dude. week, but yeah, that, that one was alright. That one was strong, it was balanced. That flowed really well. Good yeah. job, sir. <laughs> <laughs> alright, random number generator... Is this episode's sideshow better or worse than number 55, The Underdwellers? It is better. It is far and away better. Underdwellers was also <laughs> a very pretty episode, but that's all it had going for it. Yeah. Yeah. This this one managed to tug on those heartstrings a little. It it had a fun, colorful cast of characters. And, oh, man, those beautiful forest vistas. Well, it, I mean, it was severely lacking in Sewer King, but hey. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? You can't fault him for that. We, we, we didn't get Alfred's <laughs> adventures in babysitting for the whole yeah. middle third of the episode while Batman watches on, on the security cameras and chuckles. I kind of <laughs> like the Alfred adventures in babysitting, but yes, you are right. It is dumb. <laughs> All right. Is Sideshow better or worse than number 49, Be a Clown? Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Concur. Have you noticed we still haven't seen Jordan? Like, we, that was it. No more Jordan after that. Maybe Jordan's dead. But we dead. see Mayor Hill a lot. Yeah. Maybe he sent Jordan off to boarding school. Maybe he's just like, you know what? This whole parenthood thing, I'm just bad at it, and I'm not getting better. I'm going to hire some professionals to handle that shit. <laughs> maybe. It may be. No. Mayor Hamilton Hill does not fall for the sunk cost fallacy when he's... <laughs> He will cut his losses on a child <laughs> like that. <laughs> he, yeah, that's poor Jordan. <laughs> this isn't the first time we've mentioned it. Poor Jordan. <laughs> yep. You know what? I'm going to be, if, if we get along into, you know, stuff that happens years later, your your Justice Leagues and, and such like that, I'm going to be looking out for Jordan. I bet Jordan becomes a supervillain later in life. He could, dude. He would have the perfect motivation. Yeah, my dad was a jerk. I just wanted to be a magician. And look at me now, dad. Maybe he is. (laughs) Uh, If if you guys know, let us know. At Bad Rankings, please (laughs) let us know. Because, shoot, if anyone deserves to be uh, angry at Mayor Hill, it's Jordan freaking Hill. If if only they could have just, you know, left that. if If only they couldn't have saved the Mayor Hill duplicate. And and let oh, him yeah. be Jordan's father. Jordan the duplicate on Fox. <laughs> on Fox. <laughs> All right, RNG Jesus wants to know: Is Sideshow better or worse than Number Forty? Blind as a bat. Yeah, yeah, it is. I concur. Blind as a bat's you know a fine episode. It's sitting you know just south of the of the center of our list, but I think this one's definitely above that. Yeah. 
Also, I totally forgot until we got to talking uh, oh. that opening card, the uh, credit mm. card or uh, credit title card, card. The <laughs> yeah. title card. Thank yeah. you. That was great. It's yeah. a broken circus uh, cage with uh, some character, you know, leaving with a chain. It's it's great. Yeah, with a, like I a spotlight on card. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sideshow is written like a circus font. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. We've uh I'm I'm looking at the last few uh the last few title cards we've had. They've been uh they've been kinda off for a little while. Like Demon's yeah. Quest. That one's I think that's literally just the ramp that opens up for the Batmobile to go into the Batcave. That's like a yeah. bunch of nothing. His Demon's silicon Quest soul really is pretty good. But but yeah, this is probably the best title card we've gotten in a while. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Is Sideshow better or worse than number 25? If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? I think this one might be closer. If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? If you're so smart is better. It's, It's... The introduction of Riddler. Uh, you've also got the the shysty yep. guy that we can never remember his name. We Mockridge. Just call him Clark Gable. <laughs> Mockridge. I, re- yeah. I remember this time. It's Mockridge. Yeah. I'm gonna call him Clark Gable from here until the <laughs> day I die. Probably. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, I like the maze. The dynamic between Robin. Yeah. It's not the best episode, but I do enjoy the if so smart. Yeah, I I concur. I think we're getting closer, but yeah, I'll concur with you. Yeah. All right. In that case, is Sideshow better or worse than number 38? Christmas with the Joker. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Because I want to say yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, I concur. Christmas with the Joker. (laughs) Because I really love that Christmas with the Joker, but I, I think Sideshow... It's got more uh, substance to it. Yeah, I th- I think they're they're both like this this show is always set in a kind of ambiguous time period. I feel like Christmas with the Joker and this one maybe because they both involve big train set pieces and that's something you think of like snidely whiplash like old-fashioned pulp, mm-hmm. but these both feel like pulpy old-fashioned episodes. But I think this one's Christmas with the Joker take that takes that and plays it for camp, which is fine. I think this one plays it straight in a way that works. It feels like a just a fun, solid throwback. Like it could have been an episode of the Shadow Radio Play or something. Yeah, really good. I mean, this you could have taken Batman out and just had any Joe cop and it yep. would have worked just fine. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always weird to see Batman entirely in the daytime, which is Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I think it works. But yeah, it gives this one a very different, very unique flavor. All right. In that case, is this episode sideshow better or worse than number 36, Appointment in Crime Alley? Yes. Yes, better. <laughs> I didn't yep. have to. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Appoint- I, I don't hate Appointment in Crime Alley, but I, it's it's a slow episode. Yeah, and... It's it's funny. This one's slow too, but in like kind of a slow build. I I never wanted to look away. Probably just because it was so pretty. It's methodical. 
yeah there's it's slow but it's you're building to something and it keeps you kind of on the edge of your seat i mean batman gets beat up quite a bit in this episode he doesn't land his you know when his grappling hook Mm -hmm. uh goes off onto the uh canyon wall he still gets knocked around a bunch he gets knocked unconscious at one point he gets captured at one point this is not a good batman episode for him he gets roughed up quite a bit yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's good to see a Batman who's fallible, who you yes. know triumphs in the end, but it's not always uh, not always an easy road getting there. He tries to sweep the leg <laughs> of the uh, uh, the big guy, yep. and no no effect at all. Big guy is like, nope, and picks him right up and beats the crap out of him. So yeah, pretty much as soon as Goliath shows up. Every fight is decided by which side is Goliath on. If it's Goliath right. and Killer Croc versus <laughs> Batman, Batman loses. Once it's Batman and Goliath versus Croc, Croc loses. Yeah, <laughs> Goliath is the true kingmaker of this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's good. It's it's unique and never boring. Yep. All right. In that case. Oh, man, just creeping up this list one by one. Is this episode, Sideshow, better or worse, and I know what you're going to say, <laughs> than number 35, Tiger Tiger? I'm going to say it's better. I'm, I'm going to concur. How did Tiger Tiger get up so high? <laughs> I'm going to concur. You know I've got a soft spot for Tiger Tiger, but this one's just better. I think you drugged me on that one. <laughs> I, I don't remember saying yes That's... at any point for that. We're going to have to go back to that episode Look, and see man. if you slipped something in my drink. This is why we record all of our science. <laughs> you can always go back and check the record. <laughs> it doesn't feel right. You did something to me, and I don't know what. I mean, it, yes. is, it is exactly one above appointment in Crime Alley, and I, I will stand by <laughs> that decision. <laughs> I think Sideshow's better than Tiger Tiger. Yep. <laughs> All right. Is Sideshow better or worse than number 27, the other Killer Croc episode, Vendetta? I think it is better than Vendetta. I concur. Vendetta was gorgeous, though. Yeah. That was a very atmospheric episode. It's true, but it was atmospheric in the same way that bat that a lot of Batman episodes are, where it's this, you know, grungy urban noir. And nothing wrong with that. It's just we can get that from a dozen, two dozen different episodes. There's not another episode that's pretty in the same way this one's pretty. Yeah, um, yeah I actually liked Killer Croc in this episode. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, in that case, we've only got one more decision to make. Is Sideshow better or worse than number 26, Joker's Wild? That's a tough one, because Joker's Wild is a... Fantastic example of a standard Batman animated series. You got your Joker. Yep. You got your explosions. You got Batman fighting. You got gadgets, gizmos, a couple of, you know, jokes here and there with Mark Hamill. This one is one that if, if uh, you didn't really know who Batman was, you might not know what kind of cartoon you're watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm inclined to give this one the edge Joker's Wild is is a fun lark, but it's also it's kind of overstuffed. It's kind of all over the place. It's got some good highlights like the the Bruce Wayne playing blackjack with Joker as the dealer, kind of that Bond uh, send up. Like that's right. a lot of fun, but this one's just solidly constructed all the way through. Yeah, the Joker escape sequence with the soapy water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks out a door 
Yeah. He doesn't even break out. He opens the door and walks out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Sideshow. Yep. All right. Well, there we go. That puts Sideshow as our new number 26, just below If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich, and just above Joker's Wild. I think that's right. Yeah, that feels good. That's like, that's right, you know, it's uh, upper half of the list, but towards the middle, that's right around where a lot of our just like really solid, good episodes, but not like super standouts go. And I, I think that's about right. And, you know, like you've said a couple of times, this at this time period even the middle episodes were better than just about anything on the air at the time so yeah they this had, is a good one don't yeah. skip this one if, if you're watching the same order as we are don't skip sideshow yeah this this one's just like a nice little treat just sandwiched yeah. in the middle there you know like uh i don't know i thought i had a metaphor but i lost it hey let's see what we're gonna do next week <laughs> Next week, we are watching A Bullet for Bullock. Do you remember this oh, episode? I do. It's a, it's a mystery. Yeah, Somebody's I want to say... to kill Bullock, and you don't know who. Okay. I, I had it in my head. I think I was getting it mixed up with Vendetta, because Vendetta's the one where where we think Bullock might be dirty, and I don't think that's, I don't think that's this one. So, yeah, no, I don't no. really have any strong memories of this one. Uh, yeah, we're getting into the ones that you know they aired, but they definitely didn't get as many reruns as, uh, say, Two-Face or Clayface. So I do I do know who the killer is, or the attempted killer, but it's a surprise, and it's a good one, as I recall. Now, once again, I was a kid. Now I'm in my late 30s. Might not be great. We'll find out together. Yeah, yeah. I I do not have a whole lot of memories of this one. I do not remember who the killer was, but... I've I've always had a soft spot for Bullock. He's a dick, but he is always such a fun on-screen presence that I'm looking forward to this one just because the title tells me, hey, it's a Bullock episode. I like those. <laughs> Even when they're not great, I tend to like those. So I think you're going to like this one. Yeah. It's uh, If you like Bullock, you'll like this one. All right. Well, that'll be next week. Until then, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings. There are various buttons on that page. Some of them let you to subscribe to us on your podcatcher of choice. Some of us uh, lead you to different places like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts where you might be able to give us a five-star review. And some of them... We'll even let you kick us a little money every month, one, five or ten dollars to be specific. If you enjoy the program, if it uh, gives you a little entertainment in your life and you think that's worth something to you to help us keep the lights on. Boy, we appreciate it. Yes. Thank you very much to all of you who have supported us both financially and with the five stars. Yep. And if you give us a four star, I swear to God. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if We're you know this. We're a perfect five star right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. We know where you live when you hit that four star button. <laughs> We're going to Jay and Silent Bob it here. <laughs> That's right. No, no but seriously, you yeah. guys are the best. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, thank you very much for all the support you give us. Yes, indeed. And we will see you next week with a bullet for Bullock. Woo!